Hello, everyone. Uh, today's topic is about love and money because everybody knows that I love money. We're talking about <laughs> it. And I also love love. And since Valentine's Day has passed recently, a lot of people either really love Valentine's Day or they hate it. And there was a lot of people talking about how to do Valentine's Day for cheap. And it's actually like the one time other than my birthday that I don't really care to be cheap on a holiday because I'm cheap every other fucking time in the world. I don't mind spending a little bit of money for the person I love or on myself that day. What about Christmas? No. No? No. Valentine's Day trumps Christmas. Yeah, I absolutely hate Christmas. Damn. Yeah. Remember next year, it's my birthday too. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't take that day away from me, okay? (laughs) Yeah, and that's how I felt my entire life. (laughs) Yeah, I can get it. Valentine's Day was my birthday, I'd be like, no. Yeah, do you want to go for dinner? Where? Do you have a reservation? <laughs> then we can't. <laughs> Did you plan it ahead? Yeah, okay, do you want a well heart-shaped then. pizza? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Reminder no, of how it. single you are? <laughs> I think it's because, like, until, until I had my husband, it was the first time I had a Valentine. Because, like, my ex's birthday was Valentine's Day, so it was always Shut about him. Uh, but really? It's, it's not me for the for the. It's it's not me. (laughs) It would be an honor, but it's not me. That's why Peyton no longer likes women. Yeah. (laughs) You never go back. (laughs) Hey, once you go black, you never go back has a different meaning now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I went back. Yeah, twice removed. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be completely removed from that. Yeah. Yeah. So it just always had a bad taste in my mouth and then after that relationship I was like you know what I'm actually gonna make an effort to like show myself love on this day so it just became like a time where I'm like okay you know I'm gonna do something nice for someone to get myself some flowers and then I found this wonderful man that I'm married to who was so kind to show me love on that day so I actually love Valentine's Day now oh yeah but do you think that relationships well there's a few points that I want to ask you guys about your thoughts on. Do you think that money plays a big role in the success of a relationship first? No, I don't, I don't think so necessarily. Yeah. You would say that single. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Single. I'm not even a dink. I'm a (laughs) single income. No kid. (laughs) Um, I think it does because I've, I find I know some couples who are like share their money together. It's just in one pot and it's like, it's a we, it's not a you and a me. And I know, uh, I know other couples that have separate accounts or do stuff separately and deal with money, but still have a shared um, relationship with money within their relationship. But I think when times get really tough, a lot of relationships fall apart because of financial situations so to discount money as being a factor in relationships i don't think is true or honest i think it does play an important role okay two parts to what you just said do you think it's 
finances or lack of finances? You know what? It could go both ways. Um, I think as women have entered the workforce, if they tend to make more money or are quote unquote the breadwinners, um, mm -hmm. some men find that very insecure. So you could have an abundance of finance, but if the man doesn't feel like he's providing and he's the man and he's winning and he's bringing all the bread home, it makes them insecure. So it can happen that way. Or if there's a lack of finances on both sides and you're just struggling to get through, then mm. you're going to have a problem, you know, with that as well. I know I've talked to Peyton yeah. about this before. Um, since you said that you, you haven't been in a relationship where you would share money, would you combine incomes with your partner? I think that um, after after a certain amount of time and whether or not marriage is on the table. And I think those things would have to factor into wanting to combine that kind of thing. Um, initially, like it, it wouldn't be my first go-to is to share money. Yeah. I find like on shared things, of course, but at the end of the day, if I'm going to go buy X, Y, and Z, it's probably going to be with the cash iron and like, likewise with the partner. Okay. What about your fixed expenses? Let's say you both live in a place. Would it be your go-to automatically to split it in half? So you both have your own money, but you just split your rent um, and your money would just go to, the, and then everybody else keep their own money or would you, like, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I feel like you can, any, any utilities or rent payments would go 50, 50. Okay. And then whatever, whatever else you do, like if it's date night or if it's, doing your own thing with your own money or choosing to spend your money on your partner. Those are things that I think you kind of have to roll with paycheck to paycheck. If that's how you live, like, you know what I mean? Okay. But, uh, Oh, I was just saying like back to what you said earlier with, um, the income, like having income or not enough income in a relationship. I find it's more how you communicate and the transparency you have so if you are saying one thing with your money but doing another and not sharing that with your partner and then they're left to kind of pick up the pieces those are like those subtle subtle things where it's not finances won't like ruin a relationship but if uh, there's stressors on a relationship it's a very easy crack to form yeah mm -hmm. okay and what were you gonna ask uh my question is um when it comes to, let's say you're not renting and you're looking to buy, like, is there something you plan on writing into an agreement being like, hey, this is 50-50 since we're, but what if one of you puts more of the deposit down, but the other one doesn't put as much deposit, but pays the equal mortgage let's say and the utilities and all that stuff is that still a 50 50 split or is that if shit goes wrong one person is gonna get more out of it than the other one um it's funny that you ask because in thinking about today's topic um i actually thought of like prenup agreements and how they're becoming more popular nowadays with with like regular couples before it was something you would only see with like a financially wealthy couple or celebrity couples. Mm -hmm. But now people who have anything 
of their own going into a relationship are are more apt to want to keep that if things don't go the way that you plan right like mm-hmm. with the with the defer- divorce rate being so high it's not unreasonable to think like we can come to an agreement based on what we brought to the relationship if we ever have to take anything out of it and so I guess that's how my my thought process would go. Like, I wouldn't want to enter into a huge financial, like, commitment like that if it wasn't 50-50 for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's sense. just that's just how I feel for things. Like, I'm very much a, like, what do I owe? Who do I send it to? Let me know when you get it. That is, a, that's, I've heard that sentence from you so many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't tell me, I will forget about it. My ADD will take over, and now I'm solving Rubik's cubes. Like, <laughs> but saying like that, I'm like that as well. If I borrow money from someone, like I want to pay you back. I don't care if it's <clears throat> five bucks, two bucks, fifty bucks, five hundred bucks. If I like, if I've asked you to front money from me, I would want to pay you back immediately. And. I don't know where that comes from in me, but I don't like almost like to me, it's like a handout. I don't, I feel very insecure asking people for money or help in the financial, my financial situations. Me too. Always. Which is probably why I like never do. I also grew up in a household where like, I would say probably lower middle class in the sense where we still had things, but you know, we weren't having designer clothes and I wasn't keeping up with the trends in junior high and high school. That just wasn't for me. Like we would do back to school shopping at Olympia liquor. You get a 36 case and you get a free shirt. <laughs> like we were the kids with the cooler light shirts. Oh, really? <laughs> like not in a bad way, but you know, that was just the reality. Like this is a really weird circle of life event right now. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. And I can't believe that's so funny because my dad is such a hoarder of all those t-shirts. When we used to come to Calgary to visit, all my uncles would be like, oh my God, here's some t-shirts. A, they were men's double XL and we were like 13, 15 year old girls. We were like, this yeah. shit don't fit me. They're like, yeah, yeah, you can wear it to bed. It's oh. a 90. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh my Do God. Do you think maybe that, that's what translates like to how you view money and like debt payment now is like yeah, how you were as a kid? And for how you me, I know it definitely affects me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's been just so much anxiety around money and like both my parents just view it totally opposite, but almost the same, but they don't see that they're like pretty much the same person. Um, and I'm on the outside always looking in, I feel like my whole life. So it's, it's just set a lot of ang- uh, financial anxiety in me. Um, and also just because I am really close with my family, I don't want to see them struggle or suffer. Mm-hmm. And I've always been someone that I can get money very quickly, but because of that, my hand is very slippery with it. It doesn't stay with me long because I already have something in my mind that I know where it can go. Yeah, you're like playing chess with money. You're always like two steps ahead. I'm always two steps ahead. And I saw like a a meme the other day and the person said like $20 in my account 
if I only had $20 in my account, I can make it last longer than $2,000 in my account. And that actually explains me perfectly. It actually surprises me how much shit I can buy and how long I can stretch $20. But two grand in my account, I can spend it within minutes and it doesn't even phase me. I'll like buy a $300 jacket, no big deal. But if I only had $20, that 300 jacket, I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't even look at it. Yeah, you're and, and I don't, noodle. and it's like something I don't even, I don't understand to this day. Like, why am I like that? If if I had two grand, I would treat it differently than when I only have twenty. But I think that feeds into the psychology of you realizing, or at least like contextualizing, money issues as a young person, mm-hmm. to where you can pinch a penny, and you know how to effectively. But when you have that excess of wealth it's so much easier to be like, oh, fuck, I've got so many zeros in front of that too, or behind that too. Like, it's easier to shell out cash. But once you get down to the nitty gritty, you know how to really make it last. But I don't want it to be like that. Because I know that my future is going to have a lot of zeros in it. And I want to be in a position where I know how to manage it. So it's not just about me making money. It's about knowing how to keep it, but also enjoying my life too. Mm. Because now I'm at a stage where when I have those extra zeros, I treat it like it's $20. And I'm like, you don't need to treat this like it's $20, girl. There's like some zeros behind it. And you've worked hard for it and you've managed everything else. Like, if you have $20,000, you can buy a $300 jacket. It's okay. Yeah. Because it's not like you're going to buy a $300 jacket every single day. Yeah. You're going to buy that jacket probably one time and keep it for like three years. Mm-hmm. So why i want to get to a place where i'm comfortable spending that money without freaking out and worrying about it yeah and i'm not there yet but that takes time right because it like you said it's all about how we were raised around money and i just feel like for me it was lack of financial education like i know you know i know how to work hard i have no problem working my ass off Mm -hmm. but having that money and putting it somewhere where it will continue to work for me instead of me working for it. I think the Indian immigrant mentality for us was you work, 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 and you invest in a lot, like a lot of my families invested in properties. That was their, that's how they grew their wealth. Mm -hmm. But moving from one country where I didn't understand tax law or investment law to another one where I knew even less and haven't learned anything until much later in life, I'm always working for my money. I'm not using it to work for me. Like that's where I need to get to. Yeah. So second part of this thought process, how do you show yourself love with money? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Mine is a hundred percent with food. Yeah, like nice dinners. Yes. And uh, I know for a fact it's because growing up, we never got like the fancy meal was Swiss chalet. Yeah. (laughs) And we never went out to eat at restaurants. And so like my mind has taught me like, okay, when you've made it and you have money, you go and eat what you want to eat. Yeah. You're having Japanese village. (laughs) Yeah. I've associated like those two things as like me at my best life 
If I eat out every single day, that means I've fucking made it. Not me buying the three hundred dollar jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me owning real estate. But if I eat out every day, I'm like, yeah, I've, I've, it's official. Yeah, y'all, I'm rich. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, queen, like queen y'all status. call me Oprah today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And we were, I was talking to my sister about it. She's like, do you think that when you become a millionaire? I was like, girl, I like how you said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, would you still use coupon? Would you still love coupons as much as you do? And I was like, no, I would not give a shit. <laughs> and she's like, really? And I was like, I would focus on other things. But right now, because getting $10 off of my $100 groceries, because my budget is only $100 a week, mm-hmm. is like 10%. Yeah. It's and then massive. that's a chunk of it's big con- in comparison to like my salary. I don't make a huge salary every week. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus that ten dollars off a one dollar coupon when I'm a millionaire to me is is lo- is small. Yeah, yeah. And I need to be worrying about like retaining money for taxes and like my focus will be on something else. Yeah, I don't think it would be on coupons. And if that's where my focus is, then I'm doing something wrong. Because you should not be, I, yeah, I, I hope that my mind is not in the same place now when I'm making my 60 K mm-hmm. to when I'm making 500 K. Yeah. 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 Cause right now I'm, I'm, I'm expecting the growth. So what would you spend your money on? To show, to show yourself, to show love. yourself love. I have yeah. mine. So, Go. and I just did it the other day so i have a bit of a confession to make as well oh. uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> um jesse you know that red dress you showed me yeah you bought it yeah for 60 bucks oh that's okay yeah it was <laughs> so there was for those who don't know i love like adidas it's the it's only sportswear i wear but now it's like fashionable as well it's not like just like jogging pants and you know hoodies and shit it's quite <laughs> you know you, it can it can look nice and jesse sent me this tiktok of this lady <laughs> in this red dress and <laughs> honest to god it was 120 bucks she had to pull me off the ledge because i was about to pull the trigger and buy it i was like no it's gonna come on sale yeah she was like just wait and no word of a lie two weeks later because i get the adidas emails and coupons and all that shit i have for years and they gave me a coupon code and I got it for 60. So and it was nice. the last it was the last one left in my size. There was no other sizes left, like in any other category. And I was like <laughs> that was meant for you. I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Like I don't and those of you who know or don't know, I don't buy a lot of new clothes either. And I was like, fuck it. It's my birthday. It's coming. She's the I'm she's gonna... the coolest light girl. She's wearing the coolest light t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah. that's how I splurge on myself. Would you consider so, your style like athleisure? I have zero yes. style, but I like to be comfortable. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, she's comfleisure. Yeah, 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 comfleisure. <laughs> Absolutely, that sums me up. Leisure. Yeah. <laughs> I like to show myself love spending money. Um, well, it doesn't really count because I do claim it, but I like to get massages. 
I really like to spa, like treat myself, go for a nice oh, 90 minutes. That's perfect. Oh my God, that's perfect for the upcoming event we're going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really love going for massages. But aside does. from that, really uh, I've recently shown myself love by getting a bunch of tattoos. Oh, nice. Yeah. So everybody wants tattoos, but that one thing they'll say right after is, but they're just so much money. Yeah. So I went through a period where I was like, I don't care. I'm going to get them. Okay. Now, next part of that question. How do you show yourself love for free? Not what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Maybe that's not why how- I was late for the no. Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, that had a different meaning then. <laughs> there was an O in there. <laughs> uh for free i spend actually no i spend quite a lot of money on myself i know that's why i was like what's your favorite way to spend money for free i think that everybody should have two things that they know is like their way to spend to show themselves loves you should think about it all the time have it in the back of your mind one costs money and one needs to be for free how do you show yourself love not because you're like forced to or you think it's going to make you feel better. But when you do it, you're like, oh, my God, I love this. You know what? I don't know. I'm I like, know. A lot of people don't know. It's hard for people to answer. I've asked this question twice. It's hard to think of something that doesn't directly involve, like, some form of, like, Money. I had to buy exactly. it to use it. And I think the happiest I've been in my life recently is because I found a lot of ways to have fun for free. Mm-hmm. Well, what what are some of the ways you do that? She'll send you the link. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I for me, it's always doing a physical activity, usually for free. So, mm-hmm. like, I always tell Peyton that he's the reason why I love the YMCA as much as I do because he gave me those free passes to start, and he gave me a lot of free passes. Yeah, <laughs> that's because I made friends with the YMCA staff, and they were like, oh, "Yeah, we don't give a shit. So, <laughs> give these to everyone." Oh, yeah. wow. and so I got to try all these different free classes, and I honestly think that just signing up for a lot of like free things just to explore stuff, yeah, is worth it. So you don't have to pay for anything to start. Honestly, you can find a free yoga class. You can try free kickboxing. I've done everything, and those to me have been the most fun. There's something about those endorphins rushing. Yeah. Um, I even did like a free paint night and it was amazing. And I was like, oh, well, why am I in my house all the time? <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> I should be out yeah. there. <laughs> I've been using these hands for free for too much inside. Like, <laughs> I need to go out. Yeah, that's true. There is a lot of stuff available, I think, in almost every city that you can. You can. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely out there. So you both don't have anything, hey? Well, you know I watch a lot of TV and movies. Yeah. Like that oh, that's me that costs too. nothing but my time. And yeah. when I am doing it, I'm like in heaven. Like I love it. <laughs> yeah. Do you sometimes get like the TV guilt though where you're like like yeah. I know I'm going to waste this entire entire yep. day and yep. I know it's shitty but I'm going to do it and when people yep. ask how was your weekend, I'm going to say it was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. No, exactly. Well, I watched all of you on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm like, wow, 
I, I feel like I'm not productive. But I don't think that that's something that you should feel guilty about. If that's how you show yourself love, then that's fine. It's your business and your life. I think we need to stop worrying about what other people think. Yeah. I think it's just like the expectations you put on yourself too, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. always think, because I've gone through periods where I would go to the gym quite, like I've never been a super fit person, but I've gone through periods where I've enjoyed the gym so much that it was like unthinkable to skip a day. Mm-hmm. and now I'm like yeah. oh fuck get me in a gym because it's been two years <laughs> like and you know once what? I get back into it I'm gonna hit that mindset where I'm like oh my gosh I need to be yeah. on the treadmill today like what's wrong with me yeah but he now did, like P90X and he was like Sean whatever his name is <laughs> Sean what's T. his name Sean T Sean T I was That's like Sean one, T. one letter <laughs> Sean Sean Apart. Sean Apart. <laughs> I thought we were going back to Ashanti. I was like, what? There's another Ashanti? No. I was like, Sean Durpal? No, that's not right. Sean, Sean T. Yeah. Peyton was like so inspirational. This guy was so hardcore on P90X. And like, I remember one day he like lifted up his shorts and showed me his thigh. And I still have that memory. Like, it was years they started off big because, you know, when they have to, like, when you're lugging around the body, my legs and my calves are, like, are mint. It's just everywhere else I need to work on. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I have P90X. It's been sitting in this box. It made an appearance a few times. I borrowed <laughs> I borrowed um, Insanity from a coworker because I lost my copy. And oh, yeah. Yeah, that was in November of last year. Oh, and it's still sitting there? Have you tried it you yet? Betcha. Oh, yeah. Um, I've moved it because I had to dust. And I was like, <laughs> I am gonna, I swear to God, I'm gonna oh, get into this. But I then know. I bought a Nintendo Switch and now I'm all about the Switch. Oh my god. Do you play Zelda? I, I just bought Zelda. So okay. I had an I had a, a self-love moment where I redeemed two hundred thousand optimum points to get three hundred dollars in-store money and so I was like well fuck I didn't even think I wanted one until I napped and then woke up and saw the the (laughs) ad and I was like well now I'm gonna get one (laughs) got up and did it oh my god wow I love that for you that's kind of how I do a lot of things like like big purchases like that I kind of if I know I want it I'm just gonna throw myself into it and then I'll stress about it later do you think, um, well, I guess only Sadneep can add this. Do kids change a lot of that dynamic when it comes to money in a relationship? Are they expensive? How do you mean? <laughs> uh, expensive AF. But it depends. Like, if you can control your budget before you have kids, I think you'll be okay once you have kids. Whereas we didn't. So it got it gets out of hand very oh, okay. quickly. And I think I think parents put a lot of pressure on themselves and on the kids when it's kind of tough when your kids want to do activities and you can't afford to put them in. Or if you push them to go into all of these activities and but you don't have the income to support it like uh, that, that is the most expensive because I remember being at school when you're by the time you're in like middle school and like high school or whatever 
the schools have teams you can participate in. You can stay off to school and they'll coach you. And then some of the weekdays you have games and stuff, right? And the school takes you. But there's none of that available anymore. They've cut all that funding to education, oh. right? So, so now all their sports, their arts, their music, their creativity, you have to pay extracurricularly unless you see a skill in your kid where they're self-driven or you as a parent, you have a skill that you can teach them or like you play an instrument, like you can play an instrument. You can teach your kids that from a very young age and they'll love it. Like I think most kids are lacking creativity because they're not exposed to it, which is why a lot of parents have that drive to, Hey, let's go play a sport. Hey, let's, you know, uh, learn an instrument or something. Hmm. Okay. Were you a sports kid? Yeah, you were. A hundred percent. I was on every I, team. I already yeah. knew this. I was so, just but, asking so, for conversation. <laughs> but I was also living in the shadow of my sister who was an amazing athlete. So by default, being two years younger than her, everyone was like, oh, she's good. You must be. But I was very average compared to her. But I enjoyed working hard to prove myself. So... Like, that's where some of my work ethic comes in. Like, I'm not scared to learn. I'm not scared to try. I always want to do. And I like team sports. I like participating. Okay. Did you do any sports, Peyton? I did. Uh, in junior high, I really enjoyed volleyball. Um, yeah. And then when I was in grade 10, I tried out. Well, I was still, like, playing straight. So I was. I tried <laughs> out for the football team. <laughs> That was the oh my real God. game. Yeah, that was the like... that was the real game for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> that must have been. I'm not gonna lie. I know it's a different topic, but that must have been hard. Like as a it kid, it is hard. Yeah, like not to, like to have to feel to yeah. hide that and behave a certain more conforming society. And masking, way. you have to mask like everything that you do to make yeah. it seem like, you know, when Bring It On was popular, <laughs> we were the group of kids like. I was with the girls doing cheers and I was like, fuck, snap out of it, man. Like <laughs> these kids are gonna fucking catch on soon. <laughs> so yeah, when I was in grade uh 10, my brother was in grade eleven. So and he was on the football team. So I tried out and he, he said I was good. I don't buy it. But after like two tryouts, like <laughs> on the third day, my dad picked me up and he was like, How was it? And I was like, I I fucking hate this. Like, I'm not doing it. And he was like, oh. yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, do you want to try out for the volleyball oh. team? And I was like, yeah, but they've already had one or two tryouts. And then once I got into, like, when I tried out, you see all these, like, you go from grade 9 to 10, and you're like, oh, you can be kind of the big shit in a small pond. But then when you're in a bigger pond, you actually see, like, no, I'm not that great at volleyball, and I'm not making this team. <laughs> <laughs> so no Aww. yeah yes and no i was part of sports but i'm not a sport person <laughs> okay that's fair yeah Aww. i like to go see sports like if you took me to a baseball game and i could i could drunkenly every 10 seconds be like what's an inning what's a foul oh Who yeah scored? i love i yeah, love watching live. sports not on tv yeah <laughs> uh the last talking point that i wanted to ask you guys about is i was listening to another podcast and it was talking about does um, money buy happiness? And it said that most people feel that 
their life would be at its would reach its max potential at 2.5 times whatever income they are currently at right now would solve all of their problems and just make them like mate i take like a fraction of that (laughs) no but they think 2.5 is like enough that they're not oh it's not too much yeah they would have everything that they need without yeah that's, that's like level. their comfort level. Yeah. Like they'd be Yeah, but who's content, right? You show somebody the line and they're going to try to step over it. So would you agree, one, that yes. And then another another um, co- um comment that they made was saying that a good average income in Canada right now for people to be comfortable is $120,000. That's why we're all depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to answer your first question, does money buy you happiness? I think money buys you security and safety, which you equate with happiness. You have to understand. I think a lot of people don't, or maybe they do. They might not understand the difference between the two because being so financially secure gives you that contentment to feel happy and not stressed just about that aspect okay. of your life. Um, would I be okay with one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year? Yeah, sure. Yeah, who's saying is that enough? <laughs> is that enough? Yeah, I can make that stretch. Sure, that's my twenty dollar bill in my bank account. I can. I'm still couponing. I'll make okay. that shit work. I think one twenty a month. It came out to like seven thousand, seven thousand a month after taxes, I believe. That's a, uh, yeah. yes, I could definitely. <laughs> but that's just that. because <laughs> it's above the means that we've only ever known. Like that we've you, only ever known. Yeah, if you went yeah. to somebody in the Upper East Side yeah. Manhattan and said, "Oh, here's eight grand," they'd yeah. laugh at you. Like a, a high schooler would be like, "I literally get given more than that in a week by my parents." So I feel like yeah. the money can buy you happiness. Question is, is like a philosophical, like, trick question. You're you're either gonna answer. Yeah, you're either going to answer the money portion or the happiness portion. So yeah, yeah, money can buy exactly, but what is happiness at the end of the day? You know, if money, if you draw a line with your money and you make that 120 last, you put all your kids in every sport they want. Well, now they want more sports. Now they see that these kids in these sports have these cars. Now they want a new fucking Range Rover. Do you think that? I yeah, I feel like I feel like if that's I think it it depends on yes. your upbringing. Yeah. So if the money like, changes your means, then the natural progression would be, then it would change your kids' means, and then the means for their kids, and because that's what they're growing up with, right? Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, it comes down to how you parent and how you value money as a family and as a unit yeah. together. And how you teach right? that value. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another thing that they said, just to kind of wrap it up, was, um, it's, it turned out that it, it's not necessarily the money that made people happy, but it was the experiences. So when you're on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and you're watching someone's life, are you envious of how much money they have, or are you envious of like what they're experiencing with the money that you think? that they have experiences hand down it's yes. their experiences like when i see someone with like this perfectly organized kitchen i'm like wow they must have like an entrepreneurial job that just lets them have so much time to organize things nicely 
I think about that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, they they must not have to go to work. Yeah. (laughs) You'll hear on TikTok too. Like I just saw this, uh, this young creator, like 19 or 20, get his bill in the United States for the hospital visit. And he's going through at 600, 700. And he's like, and you know, that's normal for me. Like I don't have a job, but I always make that much work. And I thought to myself, how the fuck, how, who can make $600 without having a job regularly and just be comfortable online? Just being like, I don't have a job, but I can make 600 work. Like what, where are you getting it? Where are you getting it? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's what, that's the farce that I think people buy into is like, you look at these young people and you're like, how, how do you have this lifestyle or what you're portraying as your lifestyle? And like, how do I get it? Because I'm grinding over here and I don't want to do that. Social media, I learned that you need to sell an emotion. Every time you watch a video, you always have to think of what emotion am I trying to get the person watching this video to feel? And if you're able to convey that well, people will buy from you or they will follow you or whatever. So before the main, the thing was, okay, a a commercial is basically the ones that you love and you will always remember are the ones that make you laugh. The ones that make you cry, Mm -hmm. just something that you will feel in your heart, not necessarily like, this is really good. I'm just giving you tons of information. This is what's the products inside and go. That's why. A lot of the things that are out there right now, especially why TikTok does so well, is when you see an average person talking about something and doing their makeup and you're like, oh, she looks really good and she's a regular person. You see yourself in that person and it makes you want Mm -hmm. something that you liked in that other person too because they're more relatable to you. Yeah, that's the key word is like they're selling relatability. Relatability. Whereas like a Kim Kardashian, you're like, well, I'm never going to have this private jet. So it's hard for her. Well, maybe not hard for her, but like the way everybody used to idolize (laughs) celebrities. It must be tough, Kim K. (laughs) Yeah, no, but like the way that everybody used to idolize celebrities and that richness. Now we're just like, oh my God, look at this regular girl that's making money doing makeup in her house and that because it's easier for you to imagine yourself being able to do that than it is for you to imagine being kim k yeah 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 it's closer to to your means it's closer to your means it seems like it's more attainable is what i'm trying to say so Mm -hmm. so maybe it's not necessarily the money it's just the lifestyle so if you could have yeah a certain type of life what is something that it's it's not necessarily that money can buy that's making your life better. Is there something that you're like, okay, I want this all the time. And if I had this, this would make me feel wealthy. Oh, like if there was one actual thing that you're like, okay, when I have this, okay. Mine obviously is having no debt, but also just being able to, (laughs) Mine's always related to food. Too. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to order, skip the dishes. Yeah. Without worrying. Yeah. Or like, I just want to, if I could just eat anywhere I wanted to and not be like pre-calculating it before I go to me, I'm like, oh, I've made yeah. it. Cause I don't think, 
well, I know nobody realizes like how much I go through a menu and calculate the cost. I calculate the tip. I know before I go into a restaurant and that's like, yeah, but I do. But that yours too. is not I like, don't uh, do that. He doesn't do that for sure. No, I see I don't the do way that. he gets Uber Eats and shit like all the time. And I, I like, look at the menu. That and is I'm the like, life oh, that I want. I want Peyton's excessive takeout <laughs> lifestyle. I, whenever I want yeah. something, I just say to myself, "You deserve this," and I'll order yeah. it and I'll get it. I know that I've made it in my life when I'm not calculating the cost of food. That's uh, not fair. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not calculating. Like, I don't care about how much my grocery budget is when I'm there. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're not shopping for deals. You're shopping brand name. Not necessarily brand name. I'm just like, <laughs> because now I know that if I want Vietnamese food. But you're not worried. You're not worried about those PC points. And you're not worried girl, about bringing in all the coupons. Worry. I will just always like, I'm going to go worry get about the PC <laughs> points. You're okay. not tapping, worrying about insufficient funds. Or declined. Yeah. Or declined. You're confidently or like, tapping. Or when I buy, if I go $40 over my budget this week, is it going to affect something else tomorrow? Yeah. Or would happiness, that- would it be not having the budget? Just knowing what you make and how you manage your money is more than what you spend. It's oh, You're always going to be in the positive. It's always going to be enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. To me, that would be like being able to put all of your bills on like auto pay without being like mm, let me just double check yeah <laughs> yeah is it the 15th yeah mm, give me two give me two minutes <laughs> yeah let me just move some yeah, let, let me just me do the math here funds. hold on <laughs> yeah i that's when i know that i've made it when i don't have that in the back of my mind all the time and for person over here it's a culmination of what you both just said as well as giving myself my kids the experiences I want to give them but they're getting love right love don't cost a thing girl most days (laughs) that's my song of the week (laughs) by the way love don't cost a thing by Jennifer Lopez That's how I've just convinced myself that. Oh, that's funny. Everything that was like is perfect. <laughs> yeah, that is perfect. Sandeep, do you have a song of the week? Yeah, mine is Money and Love by Wizkid. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, I got one. I got one. You ready? <laughs> Money Part One by Jellystone. Oh, <laughs> nice. What, what was that? Oh, in the background. <laughs> oh i'm gonna use that song thank you i i that's my song i used it no no no. i, I mean i'm gonna use it in life oh in a reel or something exactly yeah. in real life i'm gonna use it yeah, yeah. thank you oh well thank you for listening to our episode on money and love um, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on our social media and you can always email the tangent trio at gmail.com. Hope you have a great week. Buy lots of Uber Eats. Spoil yourselves. A treat yourself. Yeah, you treat deserve yourself. this. <laughs> You're an 11 percenter. You deserve this. <laughs> two point two times your current salary. That's the goal, okay? <laughs> go out there and get it people we believe in you okay